everyone. Welcome to Dueling Review. We've just been talking about uh, Marcus Aurelius. We've been talking about uh, uh, Woody Allen. We've been talking about uh, major spoilers apps and what you would want to see in a major spoilers app. All that happened while you were not there. Uh, you weren't there. You weren't in the Dueling Review live chat that we do between 7.30 and 8 o'clock p.m. on Thursday nights before we record this show live for the people in the Dueling Review Discord server. Where were you? Why, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is very troubling, very upsetting. I mean, why people... I mean, you listening right now, if you are not a Discord member, sign up now because it's totally free to join the Discord server. It doesn't cost you anything to do that, okay? There's a link in the show notes. Just click on that. You'll be welcomed into the general channel. People will welcome you with uh, happy cat gifts. And I don't know what else. Today, I think today, I think this week they were back to cat gifts. In the past, they've been doing some other stuff. Oh, I see. Now everybody is, yeah, mostly hello gifts and cat stuff. So if you like that kind of stuff, they're going to give it to you. As soon as you click on that Discord uh, link and join, we would love to have you there. There's all sorts of channels that you can listen and, and, and talk in. But if you want to listen to the live show, you do have to be a patron. Patreon.com slash major spoilers. And I don't remember, uh, Tixura would have to remind me, did we open this up to every patron or is this only for the silver level and higher members? I'd have to go back and double check on that. Uh, I think we could probably open it up to everybody. Uh, Tixura, if you wanted to open it up to everybody who's a patron, that would be fine by me. Uh, and then we can have even more people than, than Jimmy and, and Zimsy and Olin and Jimbo and, I don't know, half a dozen other people that are hanging out with us live tonight. You can hear all that that pre-show, pre-show discussion. I thought it was very engaging and very fun, and everybody had some really good comments to share. But that's not what we're doing tonight in the Dueling Review show. We are talking about Batman Beyond the White Knight, or maybe it's Batman Beyond the White Beyond Knight. Beyond the White Knight. That's what I think it is. That's how I read it, is Batman Beyond the White Knight, but it's literally Batman Beyond. Colon. Well, no, it's not even that. It, it doesn't even have the colon in it. It's just Batman Beyond the White Knight. And if you if you look at the cover and everything, it comes across as Batman Beyond the White Knight. But the story takes right. place in Neo-Gotham, and there is a Terry character who gets access to the Batman Beyond suit. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not been following the White Knight series from Sean Murphy, so I'm not really caught up. I think I read like the first couple of uh, issues. I think we even reviewed them here on the Dueling Review podcast where I believe, yeah, I think Harvey Dent was, yeah, where Harvey Dent was uh, the hero and Batman was in jail. Or I'm sorry, Bruce Wayne was in jail. Bruce Wayne is still in jail. This is the future. Um, and I don't know really what else is going on except that there's some bad people doing bad things and Bruce Wayne has to break out of prison to go take down the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, the White Knight thing, the first White Knight arc featured Jack Napier or whomever he is. Yeah. The Joker. Mm-hmm. And then he died. Supposedly. He like, right. He, he died and this is somehow in the future and, and, and like that. <clears throat> that was the thing that confused me because I was like, wait, what is this? I thought the White Knight was all about the Joker. Uh, being Batman in this reality, and it turns out it's it's more than that. It's something something bigger. Yeah, and this issue I think is really fascinating because even though there's a lot of action, like Bruce Wayne is in jail, he's uh, stopping prison riots. He actually saves Jason Todd, who we find out is the first Robin in this universe, which I find really weird and odd. 
Mm. And yeah, we, we get the backstory that Jason Todd was the first. And of course the Joker tortured him. He gave up Bruce's identity and, um, then ran away and lived on the streets. And then when he was finally felt like he was ready to go back and talk to, to Bruce, he finds out that he had then hired uh, Dick Grayson as his next, uh, sidekick. And so there's a lot of this father, son, I'm sorry moments going on in this issue, which I found mm-hmm. very fascinating. And I also find the dynamic between Harley Quinn and her kids with the revelation that the Joker may still be alive. Uh, also a little fascinating. It's interesting that, and, and then of course the fact that Neo Gotham has become a fascist state thanks to um, powers, uh, whatever the powers guy's first name is, Ed powers, but Derek, Derek, powers. Derek powers. Yeah. In the, in the uh, cartoon series. And he's turned it into a fascist state by taking all of, Bruce Wayne's uh, fortune and technology and turning it over to the police, which kind of was what was happening anyway in the Batman beyond series, but Bruce wasn't in jail. So right. I, I found a lot of the story elements interesting. I think if you are seeing this as a number one and you're going to pick it up for the first time, I think you might be a little lost. It may take issues two or three for you to finally figure out what's going on. It might be Mm -hmm. better to go back and read the previous trades if you can get your hands on them. If you are, if you're truly interested in this series, I did find it very interesting. I did not hate it. What about you, Matthew? Oh, I hated it. Um, (laughs) The biggest problem for me is that this is a book that is based on an alternate reality you know what we would use we used to call an elseworld elseworld what if alternate you know yeah. multiverse earth i don't think there's anything wrong with that oh that's not the main problem i think the issue for me is that it ties into a second elseworlds or you know alternate universe in the form of the batman beyond future and i feel like it doesn't quite feel right in either case it's kind of like You know, we talk about when you cross over two properties. If you're going to cross over like X-Files and Kolchak the Night Stalker, you're either going to emphasize the similarities or emphasize the dissimilarities and, you know, make it a big, hey, look over here and this is like that. And Green Lantern gave a ring to everybody on the Starship Enterprise. I mean, there are ways to do that sort of thing in a way that works. And I feel like this like so many modern books forces you to kind of remember a new continuity without really adding anything new to keep track of. I mean, yes, I get that this is a world where the Joker may have come first and Jason Todd was the first Robin. But when you break it down and you look at this, aside from being, you know, a few years in the future, This could easily have been part, you know, of the future state, which is not quite as many years in the future. Or this could easily be something that you might bump into in one of the other, you know, Black Label Bat titles. And I feel like the takeaway of that first Dark Knight or White Knight, excuse me, series uh, that I didn't like either, but I appreciated for what it was trying to do was here's a world where Batman and the Joker are kind of reversed where Joker is trying to be the stalwart hero, Batman is in jail, everything's weird, everything you know is wrong. Uh, And, you know, we had a lot of twists and turns on that, but we're now four series into this reality. And I feel like 
the at the point where we also tried to I don't want to say, you know, wedge in or something insulting like that, but when we were trying to also take the Batman beyond cartoon and say, okay, well, that's also in here uh, as part of it, or a future that resembles that is in here as part of it. It kind of feels like a hat on a hat to me. You know, it feels like yeah, but you love hats alternate on a hat. world. I do when they're done, when they're either done well or done really badly. Because that's the thing. If it's like something where you perfectly streamlined your character and everything works fine, that's great. I, I love that. And I, when it's really, really awkward and ugly, I kind of love that. But this is just sort of, let's see what happens when we put both things together. And what happens is something that isn't quite White Knight, isn't quite Batman Beyond, and doesn't really do anything for me. I know it's Batman Beyond the White Knight. Uh, I would oh. say I would I would argue against uh, what what you had said. My my argument would be uh, if this was the first White Knight series and they were doing this, mm-hmm. uh, then I would probably agree with you. But this is like the fourth series of this third or fourth series of this. So mm-hmm. they must be doing something right. Sean Sean Murphy must be doing something right because DC is continuing the series and it continues to sell and. They continue with more series. So I, I would think in this world where DC is ready to drop something that doesn't have sales like a hot potato, really any comic publisher is that way. Um, I would say that, the, that they're doing something right in order for them to continue the series. Now, it I may, don't know uh, that I, I would make the argument that finding an audience and making money necessarily means that a book is doing something right. But I mean, it's it's found its audience. Well, yes, and that's great, and I'm happy for that audience. You know, I don't necessarily have a grudge against them. I'm not saying they're wrong and bad. I'm just saying, what is this? Is it fish? Is it foul? And the answer turns out to be kind of neither, but also a sequel to something else. And for me, as a reader, it's very alienating. And yeah, yeah. I'm and not I, even a huge fan of the the Batman right, and Beyond thing, so but I is, still feel like this is kind of twisting up Batman beyond in directions that it may not really be best suited to go. And, and we don't know that yet because we don't know where the story is going and we don't know what the end is. This is just the beginning. I mean, we barely even know that it's Terry, Terry in that suit. He's just, he literally got the suit and has only used it in like five or six panels in this entire issue. Um, something that I've, that I've said before, and it maybe bears repeating again is that um, not every comic book is for you, the reader, or you, the listener, right? There are comic books that are written and created to find their own fan base. And if you don't like it, it may not be a title that is targeted towards you. And that's perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so I, I, and I'm not saying that you're wrong in your view of you don't like this. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think because it's found its audience it and it's entertaining them, mm-hmm. I think it's doing exactly what it's set out to do is to tell a story in this universe that Sean Murphy has created and mm-hmm. it's found its audience who enjoy this and want more of it. And I think really that's what any creator is hoping for is I hope I find an audience who loves this. And I think if you do sure. talk to, a lot of creators, I think you will find out that they'll like 
yeah, there's no way that this story that I'm writing, even the most generic of stories, Ziggy, for example, Garfield, for example, <laughs> even though I think the intent is to appeal to everyone, you're going to find out that it barely appeals to anyone except for a, a small minority of people uh, who really love that thing. And if they love that thing, then that is, then that's great. Um, I didn't continue to read the white Knight series because it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't something that I liked, mm -hmm. but I do, I do realize that there are a lot of people who really enjoyed this and want to see it continue. So from that, uh, from that, uh, perspective, I think that this was, I think that this is a success in, in what they're trying to do and pushing the story forward. I can, I could definitely see that point, but I feel like as a first issue, uh, as a, as a big number one, it kind of falls flat because it does require knowledge of those multiple series before. So it is definitely aimed at the people who kind of have a familiarity mm -hmm. or are willing to yeah, grab the books in this universe. And that's but, why I had said earlier that it would probably be in your best interest to read the previous white Knight series so that sure. you know what's going on in here. I think that it is successful as a comic book reading experience. I don't think that it's successful as a first issue. I don't think it's successful as a, a synthesis of these two things into one. And I honestly, again, I am not a huge fan of the Batman uh, Beyond series, but <gasps> I'm at least passing f familiar with it. And I feel like I liked it well enough to feel like a book like this that's filled with, you know, the, the F-bombs and the things may not be a book that, well, I think people now, but it may not be a book aimed at the same audience that Batman Beyond was in 1999. Now, are those people now in their 40s and looking for a book where Batman says F? That's possible. And that may be where this is coming in. You know, you see that crossover, but I don't I mean, that, you, this is a, this feel is like a, it works. This is a black label book. So, I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's geared towards the more mature audience. Now, does that mean that 41 year olds are set to watch this? I don't think so. Honestly, I mean, that may be a demographic. I mean, uh, current comic readers tend to skew older. Uh, that being said, there are a lot of young people's and I'm talking about like, uh, college level kids that are all for the Batman beyond because it was wrapped up and concluded by the time they were born, basically. Uh, -huh. uh and so they got to see it in all the reruns and, and in the other places. So yeah, I, it's I, a complete series. Yeah. And it's a complete series and it. Well, I mean, it's, it's a complete series until it's not right. Um, it's a complete series until you realize that it doesn't end until the last season of justice league. Right. Uh, and that's one of the, yeah. oh, and that's okay. one of the things both with Batman beyond and justice league that they, they never knew whether they were going to be renewed or not. So they always made each season, the final season, uh, mm -hmm until they say, Oh, we need to tie this Terry McGinnis uh, story into a justice league story, or we need to tie this, uh, just uh, this Batman beyond story into a Legion of superheroes story or something like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's a, it's a closed story. It has a beginning, middle and end. And if you want to go and see the justice league story where Terry and gosh, I forget what his girlfriend's name was, um, where they, uh, where they ended up getting married or, uh, thinking about getting married and he was the older Batman and all that stuff. You can go find that stuff. It's great. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, so I, I really think that for me, this is a successful story. I thought it was well-crafted. I thought it, it de delved into areas of regret and, um, 
second guessing things and mm-hmm. having people come out even after long periods of not talking and thinking that the others hated each other to come out and apologize for things I thought was, was a very nice touch uh, to come mm-hmm. out in the story. I, I think that there's interesting enough twists in the story to, to see what's happening, especially the, um, the split between Jason Todd and Dick Grayson. One is, you know, in charge of uh, the prison that, that uh, Bruce Wayne is uh, in. And the other one is the head of the, the police department's uh, terrorist task force or whatever the, yeah, the bat both force of our is. Robins became fascists. Yeah. And I think that's also, really. I think that that is, I think that's also very fascinating, right? Because at what point do you think that you're doing the right thing? And then you suddenly slide into fascism without realizing it, right? That's a question mm-hmm. that we're asking ourselves every single day right now is, Oh, when did we suddenly slide into fascism? Uh, when did the police state Thursday. take over? Uh, so yeah, I think that there's a lot of interesting questions to be, to be asked in here. Um, hmm. will I continue to read this? I don't know. I think Sean Murphy's art is really good. I like his art stylings. I like, I think Dave Stewart is the one that was doing the colors in this and Dave Stewart, yes. in my opinion, can do no wrong when it comes to colors. Uh, so the coloring in this is great, but I, I really enjoyed the art. I like a uh, buff old Batman, uh, Bruce. I keep calling it Batman. I should say Bruce, um, Bruce bat. Yeah. I, I think that looks really cool in this. Um, you know, if I were just going to look at the pictures, I would probably pick this up again. Uh, the story I'm, I'm mildly intrigued in, but then again, I said that I stopped reading the first white Knight series. Uh, I know that there are a lot of people who really like the white Knight series. I think Scott Johnson is one who's big on the white Knight series. Um, but I don't think I'm going to continue reading this for the main reason is I don't mind the bad language. I don't mind the, the violence that's in this Four ninety nine price tag. Yeah. I, you know, I look at that. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. There's just not enough in here to get me. Um, but for some people, if they're only picking up one comic a month or something and it's Batman, the white Knight, it's probably not that big of a deal, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, you know, four ninety nine is, is that is right on that tipping point for me. I've complained about comic prices before three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to become more comfortable with, I would much rather read a comic that's two ninety nine. And quite honestly, I'm starting to see even more original graphic novels coming out from, IDW publishing and boom studios. And I'm hoping that we see, uh, I thought Kurt Busick was, was doing a whole, uh, uh was going to go direct to trade with his, uh, Astro city series, but apparently that's not going to happen, uh, over at image. Um, yeah, apparently they were planning to do that, uh, when they were at vertigo and vertigo said, Oh wait, your contract isn't structured so that you can do that. Yeah. And they're like, let us rework your contract. And while they were doing that, uh, the editor left and Vertigo went under and basically kind of left them all in lurch. And they're like, oh, you, but I didn't, I thought that he was going to continue that over at image, but apparently not. So no, he's apparently not. Yeah. So, but you know, I would probably buy into this as a direct to trade if it were like 1999 and had, you know, mm-hmm. six, 10 issues worth of content in it. I'd probably pick that up and read it, um, with, without hesitation. You know, I might too. Because I kind of feel like in a lot of cases, especially in a story that is this world immersive, different reality, you've yeah. got all these things in play. Yeah. Having more of the story might make it more palatable to you. And I honestly think that from what I remember from the first White Knight series, that it mm-hmm. that it actually got much uh I don't want to say more interesting, but mm-hmm. the suddenly the action and excitement and the need to continue to read uh, happened a lot more after the second or third issue in that series. Right. 
uh, you got to do some building before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, really do you got and and so. You know, the other thing is I know continuity doesn't matter anymore to DC Comics, and I'm fine with that. That I really don't care. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, as m- mired in continuity as other people are. Um, I still kind of wish that some of these titles would put an Elseworlds. I wish they would just say that this is an Elseworlds series, or as I uh, pitched years ago and, and Grant Morrison kind of picked up on, putting the little what earth does this take place on tag on a comic, I think right. would be would be a, a real seller and help people understand what's going on. Cause there may be people that are like, this isn't Batman beyond that. I remember from the cartoon series. So, yeah. And certainly the black well, label, the problem with black, that is that, you know. I was going to say the black label, uh, tag on here doesn't tell you anything else beyond. Maybe you're going to see right. some bad language wieners and, uh, excessive violence. I hate the bad language wieners. I think your problem with that is at this point, um, and this is true, there are five Earth 11s. There are five Earth 11s and an Earth negative yeah. 11. A, A through E. No, they are all Earth said. 11. Yeah. They are all Earth 11, and each of them is known as Earth 11. So you have to go Earth 11 in the New Earth continuity, Earth 11 in the Prime Earth continuity, Multiversity Era Earth 11. Uh, Earth 11 in the Flashpoint continuity. I mean, it it really does come to a point where on some level, as much as I love knowing, you know, the difference between Earth 616 and Earth 1610, a story like this, I'd rather just have them go, here's a cool story, you guys. Yeah, I can see because that too. But at the point where you're like, hey, this is Earth 11, I'm like, but they already did an Earth 11 and this... Yeah, they this, really need to adopt uh, Marvel's uh, Earth naming structure where it's uh, month and year is the earth that it, that it is. So, yeah. uh, or a year and month. I forget which way they do it. Uh, Jimmy says in the it, chat, it honestly depends. Jimmy says in the chat, I enjoyed the first two white Knight series, but kind of lost track of things after a while. So there you Run go. Away, Jimmy. So Jimmy, you may, you may enjoy this. Um, away, bottom line Jimmy. for me, I, I mean, if you've already read the previous white Knight series and you want to see how the future of the Batman universe, AKA Batman beyond ties into this, I think you're probably going to get a kick out of it. If you've been reading the white Knight series and you were a big fan of Batman beyond because you're young enough to remember the, that was your Batman instead of that other animated series, Batman from, from years before 10 years before, uh, then I think you're really going to enjoy this. If you're looking for Batman some really beyond was 1999, man. Yeah, I know. Right. Over 20 years ago. I know. Right. Uh, uh, people who watch that are not young anymore. I know. Right. Jimmy, Jimmy's not young anymore. Uh, the, if you're a fan of Sean Murphy's art, I think you're really going to enjoy this. And if you're a fan of Dave Stewart's uh, coloring, you're really, really going to enjoy this. So there are a lot of, of uh, pluses to this book in my category. So I would, I would recommend it for people that fit into that, into that niche. And if you're someone that's like, I hate Batman, why would I read this? No, don't read this. If you're not a Batman fan, don't read this. If you're not a Batman beyond fan, don't read this. This comic isn't for you go. There's plenty of other Batman comics for you, or there's plenty of other comics that don't feature Batman that are out there for you. And that's okay. So that's 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 where I'm sitting at this week, Matthew. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I feel like if you're not a Batman fan, honestly, if you're not a fan of this book, Sean Murphy's White Knight series, you probably aren't going to jump in here and find it entirely your jam. I did not care for it. I feel like the art is interesting in a very stylized way, and I feel like it's really successful in building this world. You know, I'd like to see more of this art. I'm just, I'm, there isn't stuff in this world that really 
grabs me by the neck and says, bad kitty. You know, well, no, wait, I'm just thinking of the cat. That doesn't necessarily grab me as a reader, and that's fine, you know. I, I In no way am I judging anybody who wants to read this book. I am telling you that from my precise perspective, if you think the way I think, this may not be for you. So let's have some cheese. All right, everybody, that's where we are going to wrap it up this week. We do not have a dueling review next week, so you won't be able to go and vote for our title next week, which will be fine because people are still voting on comics for the next week that were already <laughs> released the previous week. So maybe by two weeks from now, people will be voting on the right uh, comics. Um, no, by that time, they'll be voting for this week. Maybe. Who knows? In the meantime, everybody, go out and find some fun comics. They're, they definitely are out there. Go out and read some comics and enjoy yourself. And, and get over there to our Discord server. We can't wait to see you over there real soon. This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.